How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, we are all over the internet looking for lesser known facts about some of the legends, big names, megastars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these icons in the world of music. I'm TJ Reed, and today I got with me in the studio, You Shine. What's going on, girl? Hello, everyone. Hi, TJs. It feels really good to get back to the show. Yeah, yeah. And today, I actually prepared someone that I really like, that back in uh, 2019 and 2020, I was so into her music. I mean, I still okay. kind of am into That's her music right That's pretty recent. Now, 2019, 2020. Yeah. Okay. Well, this artist is, um, I-, I gotta say, she's one of the most successful and influential pop artist of her generation. And oh. by her generation, I mean a younger generation. Oh. Right. And this artist is Chinese or is this artist from where? No, she's from the U.S. Okay. All right. And Wow. Yeah. You just put some, you just dropped some pressure on me right now. I feel like I should know who this person is seeing that they're from the U.S. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know too many people in your generation. So <laughs> <laughs> little, we'll see. A little concerned. But for me, I'm actually delivering a Chinese artist today. And I looked at this guy's profile and... He's really impressive. I think not only as a musician, but as a human being, he's done quite a bit. And I think that anybody that hears his story uh, would be pretty amazed at what he has been capable of doing. Well, now I'm pressured because I hope to get this person right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess he's been around for a while, but his music was pretty iconic when he first started and pretty much throughout his career. I guess these days with, uh, you know, the new generation coming, it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah. That might be a little clue for you. He's not old but he's not exactly a newer generation um, artist so yeah i'm excited to put you up on that but before we get started guys as we always do i want to drop our hold harmless clause here everything that we find for the show is internet based so if there are any quote-unquote facts that are not current or erroneous please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you and hopefully we could update some of that information onto a later episode and now that that is done you sean i'm gonna i'm gonna turn the mic over to you and why don't you uh get the party started all right i'm going to dive right in so yeah fact number one and this is according to wikipedia and funkidslive.com fun kids live okay so this must be a really young artist <laughs> yeah if you look at the uh, the website it's like very colorful uh-huh. so the artist i'm talking about was born in la california in 2001 okay and both her parents are in the acting business her mom specifically is also so a music teacher who taught her and her elder brother the basics for songwritings. Okay, wow, that's a really nice uh, world to be born into. Exactly, okay, so yeah. parents were actors. Yeah, I, I doubt like how big their their fame gets because. Yeah, I'm wondering if I know them. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know. Well, apparently they appear in some major motion pictures. But anyway, this artist wrote her first song about the zombie apocalypse at. <laughs> age of 11. 
first song, huh? Yeah, and <laughs> she said it, it was inspired by one of her favorite television series called The Walking Dead. No doubt. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that while you mentioned it. And later on, she's also been collaborating a lot of her music with her brother after her career kicked off. Okay, all right. So her is a family affair for her music. And also, I think it's kind of funny to mention that her brother, when he was only four years old, insisted to add pirate as her middle name when pirate. the art- yeah when the artist was first born. Okay, her middle name. So her middle name is pirate. Yeah. So this it's, is a nickname, right? It's not like her. No, no, it's her. It's not on her official, birth certificate. It yeah. is. So name. Name, pirate, family name. <laughs> so her family has a sense of humor, all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They must be fans of the Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, a little. So yeah, fact number two, and this is according to Wikipedia, she recorded background dialogues for crowd scenes in several movies. Background dialogues. So she's just a random voice in the background yeah, of a movie. Yeah, I suppose so. And the movies would include X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, that's one of my favorite X-Men movies. Yeah, and then I-, I am surprised that it's the second time the word apocalypse appeared <laughs> ever since we started <laughs> recording. And the other movie that she voiced for is called The Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay. I've never read this or watched the, you know, the cartoon or the movie or whatever, but it's pretty popular. Okay. So then in 2016, that's when her music career started to take off when she was 14. So in that year, the artist uploaded a song she wrote. And well, I can't give you the name of the song right now because it's like really big. Sure. And then she just uploaded it to a social media platform called SoundCloud. SoundCloud, okay. Yeah, just randomly that action made her famous overnight. She woke up the next day and the song has gone viral. I think these days when people post things, it's like a secret desire for your video or whatever you're posting to go viral. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's kind of cool that she posted something and then woke up the next morning and, and then that was it. And yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to me because, you know, a lot of us would post our cover songs online too these days, but, you know, we never get famous. <laughs> like, everybody does it from time to time. A really? lot of us do. I'm not sure about me, like, but have you? Okay. do you post songs online? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, here's hoping. Hopefully one of these days your song will, you'll wake up one morning and you'll be viral. I'm not sure that's what, what I want, but thank you. <laughs> And jumping on to the next fact, and this is also according to Wikipedia and funkidslive.com. Mm-hmm. So this artist worked on producing more songs together with her brother, whom she refers to as her partner in crime. Or pirate in crime, right? <laughs> but yeah, then in 2019, she released her debut album, which immediately topped the U.S. Billboard 200 and U.K. albums chart. Mm. So I, I think I read that it was one of the best-selling albums of the year and this also made her like the youngest female artist who have ever got such an achievement Hmm. and back then she was only 17 okay and what year was this again uh 2019 oh wow okay i have no idea Really? We've already done Ariana okay. Grande, and uh, that's probably the youngest artist that I know. Okay, yeah. let's... and well, I can't really tell you the name of that album mm. because the song names is like dead giveaways. But in one of her most popular singles in that album, she depicts herself as, let's say, a carefree girl who dates guys in a quite heartless way. Okay. 
right. that's the best I can give for now. And especially that her songs tend to be a little bit rebellious, and the lyrics can be explicit sometimes.、Mm-hmm. She actually doesn't really swear too much in her songs, and、okay. and the singer herself actually lives a pretty clean life. A clean life. Yeah, she never takes drugs, doesn't drink alcohol, and she's been eating healthy as a vegan ever since she was twelve. Doesn't drink alcohol. That is unusual. Okay,、uh, yeah. for a young rebellious youth in the United States. Okay. I mean that that is true. That surprised me too when I first get to know her music. It's、mm-hmm. kind of dark. It's kind of gothic, and、okay. it you know reflects some sort of. You know, teenage kind of imagination. Well, yeah, I think most musicians use their music as an outlet to let out some of the feelings that they have, yeah,、uh, positive and negative. But I think when you're younger, especially around that age group, there tends to be a lot more negative than positive.、Mm-hmm. So I think that's just she just kind of pours it in there. But、um, I'm not speaking as if I know who this person is. It just <laughs> sounds like、uh, that's what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. And this might be a bit clue for her fans out there that this artist would compose songs based on her own fear, things like the ocean or dark places like her garage and closet at night. Because、hmm. she's, you know, despite how gothic her music can be or the theme of her music can be, she's. Well, still a young girl that's afraid of dark. Scared of what's under the bed. Yeah, exactly. The boogeyman、exactly. and、She's, all that. She, okay. <laughs> the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said、um, she used to just rush back to her bedroom after you know the, all the lights are out because she's afraid that there's something in the dark that might the boogeyman that might <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily does she, does the boogeyman. Do you have a song named the boogeyman?、Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. And in each of the songs on her. Debut album, it features something unexplainable that happens to you when you fall asleep. Okay, in- including like sleep paralysis, night terrors, nightmares, and lucid dreams. Okay, lucid dreams. That's、mm-hmm. probably the only normal one. And you know, occasionally we have a nightmare, but paralysis.、Mm-hmm. Maybe this artist has watched quite a bit of scary movies, as we are, as we spoke on earlier. So, oh wow, yeah, you are right. I'm just going to mention that she is such a big fan of horror movies. Okay, well, according to this source, according to this source, she. Enjoys watching American Horror Story. Yeah, well, that, that'll do it. Yep. <laughs> and also,、um, she found the first film of the Human Centipede. Human Centipede. <laughs> yeah, the Human Centipede franchise. That's one of the worst horror movies ever. I would, yeah, I、It's, would agree. I I watch. I only watched the clips because I was too scared of the actual movie. It was、scenes. just awful. She's a big fan, apparently, because in many of her music videos, you could still see her. Casting herself in a rather、um, gothic and horror movie-like ways. Sure, and I believe it's trendy. Yeah, <laughs> okay, trendy among among、teenagers. American youth. Yeah. Okay. So now let's move on to the next fact, and this is according to People dot com.、Mm-hmm. Well, despite her success, this artist having you know kind of been living in the public eye ever since her teenage years, sure, says it's really hard for her to kind of break people's impression of her and make any changes later on as she grows up. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that there's a long, long list of、uh, child stars、mm. that had it really rough growing up. It, it gets to a point where these kids are exploited. 
for you know making money and so it has its dark side Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan uh, Britney Spears yeah. there's a, again there's just a whole bunch of people that have that, that can join this uh, club so to speak so yeah I think that this artist is probably no different yeah well her public identity was created when she was 15 or say 17 mm-hmm. so many times when she tried to change her persona when she tried to you know express something different people are going to have something to say about her and criticize in all sorts of ways so sure. and this artist she also admits suffering from severe imposter syndrome mm. which according to my research is a condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally so despite all her success even nowadays after having won one Oscar seven Grammy Awards you know millions of millions um, of followers online this young artist would still struggle to feel like she deserved all that and you know at some point they finally accept the fact that they have accomplished something Mm. You know, and then you have the other end of that spectrum where they are a bit egotistic. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. So that doesn't sound like she's reached that stage, which is a good thing. So, mm. yeah. And the next fact is also according to people.com. This artist, so she is famous for her controversial clothing style that would get her criticized for either not revealing enough of her skin or maybe too much of her skin. Okay. I mean, in recent years, she, well, her style kind of changed to more shape complimenting kind of style mm-hmm. because she's, she's comfortable been, with it now. Yeah, she's yeah. more open to people discussing and, and, well, herself discussing or discovering her body because. She used to hate her body, according to previous interviews. But nowadays, she's promoting body positivity, which is a nice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good to be proud of your body. Mm -hmm. It sends a good message to everyone else out there because you got a lot of people out there who are not confident. Yeah. So moving on to the next fact, and this is according to NewYorkTimes.com and Mm Insider.com, that this musician is also an animal rights activist who used her personal influence to help ending the use of fur in a fashion brand. Mm-hmm. And wait, this artist stopped a business from selling the product that they usually sell? Yeah, let me just elaborate on that a little bit. So um, back in 2021, before she made her grand debut to the Met Gala wearing a stunning Oscar de la Renta dress, But what she did was before fashion's biggest night worldwide, she told the brand that she would only wear their dress if they stopped selling fur completely throughout their production chain. Wow. (laughs) I'm sure their first response was a laugh because it's just like, we're not going to stop selling our product for you. But I mean, I guess if this star is as big as you say she is, then it might be a big deal. I mean, the brand eventually said yes, and apparently, yeah, there was like a deal, and she just wore the dress to the show, and that's the story behind. I was surprised to find out, too. Interesting. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the last clue I'm going to give is sort of like a dead giveaway for a lot of people who knows her. All right. So this artist is known to be a crazy fan of Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. And she revealed that when she was like 11, 12 years old, she was like um, describing Bieber as her first love, like many other girls of that age. And surprisingly, when Bieber like 
did a remixed version for her most popular single.、Mm-hmm. She said it's like a dream come true. Okay, I think that screams the answer for the fans of this artist <laughs> and the fans of possibly Justin Bieber, which I am neither. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> but do you at least have some clue of who I'm talking about? I feel like I might. I only have one name that comes to mind here, and I, that's this is the end of your your clues, right? It is. Okay, so this is the guessing time.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think just the fact that this person is really, really young and has made such a mark on music. And、uh, you said Justin Bieber.、Uh, she has the kind of a rebellious. I'm not sure what her music sounds like. If it's rock or EDM, or I don't, I don't really know what kind of genre this person's music is. I'll say more of a pop music genre, and her voice is kind of、um, high pitch, like soprano voice. But her style is more of a soulful. Well, not really soulful, but well, some would describe her singing style as whispering.、Mm-hmm. So she has some, you know, kind of whispering talk in her in her music.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Rings a bell? Nope, not at all. <laughs> I'm just gonna guess.、Um, a big name that we haven't done on the show yet is an artist that's quite young. And initially, I thought that this artist was from the UK, but I was wrong. I, this apparently this artist is from the United States, and I found that out recently. So I'm gonna go with based off of what you told me. Okay.、Uh, I'm gonna go with Billy Eilish. 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 And let's hear what the judges have to say. <laughs> It is Billie Eilish, and secondly,、okay. it's Eilish. Eilish, not Eilish. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, still, congratulations. Apologize to the fans out there. Her right. So Billie Eilish is an American singer and songwriter who has quickly become one of the most successful and influential pop artists of her generation. Her debut album, "When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go," entered the Billboard 200 at number one, making her the first artist born in this century to have a number one album. And before she turned 18, Billy actually became the youngest artist to receive Grammy nominations for all four of its categories, which broke the record set by Mariah Carey in 1991. Hmm. Well, whenever you have Mariah's name in this lineup, it's like an eyebrow goes up. It's like, ooh. Yeah, Mariah set the record of being the youngest female artist to have won all four Grammy awards when、mm. she was 20 years old. And Billy was like, I don't know, seventeen, eighteen when she got that. Okay. So yeah, it's、uh, pretty cool. All right, all right. So you got some tracks you're going to share with us today? Yes, absolutely. The first song I'm going to share today is "No Time to Die," which is、um, oh, a that theme sounds song like for, yeah, yeah, that sounds like James Bond, a、exactly. James Bond movie, the recent,、yeah. the last one with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Yeah, it's the last one that's released in 2021, 007, "No Time to Die,"、mm. and yeah. She sang the the theme song that follows by the same name.、Mm, all right. And next up, I'd like to share the song I spoke about earlier. is the most popular single in her debut album. It's called "Bad Guy."、Hmm, the bad guy. All right, let's hear it.
That was the bad guy by Billie Eilish. Hmm. Okay. I remember the first track, "No Time to Die." I haven't. I feel like I haven't heard that song since I watched the Bond movie. Mm. That was like the first time I heard it since then, and it's uh, you know it gives me some nostalgia of the film. And uh, I think it was it was sang really well. The sentiment was there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know if it's because of it's a Bond thing or not, but it <laughs> probably is. That other one. The bad guy? Yeah, that one was a bit silly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a generational thing. <laughs> it might be. Why doesn't know, she who, just say Who's bad... taking the lead, okay? The girls are taking the lead in the song, so that's probably why. So why doesn't she just say, I'm a bad girl? And why does she say, I'm a bad guy? I get... Do we really have to go into this? <laughs> no, not really. Anyway, let's move on to my artist. <laughs> okay. All right, let's jump right into it. Or I'm not sure if you were around for this guy's explosion into music, but I think maybe at least you might have seen him, at least in the movies. So hopefully you get this guy yeah, right. Hopefully. All right, we'll find, let's find out. Fact number one, and this is according to Baidu Baiku and Discover Walks. This star was born in Taipei. Mm, okay. And from a young age, this artist was extremely adept in school. And the source cited that he was top of his class in check out this term abacus and i had no idea what this was i actually had to look it up and i guess there's it's a device for counting and calculating i didn't even know that they teach it in school these days yeah i didn't know it was a subject and also he was really good at something called mental arithmetic i mean arithmetic mm -hmm. already is hard but mental arithmetic not sure what that is yeah that's something well it's it's kind of like a technique. how to be a human calculator yeah that's <laughs> a very straightforward way to put that and yeah they just teach you how to do math without writing things down Jeez. so that is incredible. I never managed to learn it. All so, right. Yeah. How about Olympic mathematics? Oh, my goodness. I think this guy has a thing for math. 
<laughs> that's like my nightmare because, well, that's well. In essence, it's just some sort of competitive math. Okay, like competitive. Like, do you go to the Olympics with it? No, or? not the actual Olympics, <laughs> but people. Well,、uh, on the provincial or city-wide、okay. range, they will hold like competitions. Okay, really tough math. Jeez, yeah,、um, super、know. tough Olympic status. So this artist, he must be like very clever, I would assume, because only the top kids. Back in the days, could just manage that. Yes. Also, calligraphy and English. So yeah, a brainiac indeed. He also played the electric keyboard and was part of the school choir. His time is all filled up. Yeah. Speaking of which, his parents were worried about him and tried to force him to reduce the number of specialty classes、really? he attended. Never heard that before. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. But I guess when they did that, he protested. By going on a hunger strike. Now, this is the translation that I got on Baidu by Ko. Okay,、awesome. that's what it said. <laughs> But this guy was just like, "Nah, you're not taking away my music. If you do that, then I'm not gonna eat." So they ended up caving and let him continue. That's awesome. pretty. Awesome. That's,、wow. that's legendary. That's the opposite of normal kids. Okay, it's not the common <laughs> thing we do here as Chinese kids. Okay, no confusion. Just putting that out there, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, at junior high, he was admitted into the top school, and again was the head of the school in studies.、Mm -hmm. No doubt. Oh my goodness! His mother encouraged him to enlist in a competition to get him away from his studies, and that's another first timer、okay. for me. And he he ended up getting selected to join a singing trio while he was in high school. Okay, finally something related to singing. Yeah, this trio later became one of the first idol groups of that time. So this is、wow. a, and I don't really want to say the name here. I'm gonna hold that. I'm gonna、mm. sit on that for a little while,、mm. and then later I'll I'll share. All right,、okay. we're gonna move on to fact number two. Same sources by Dubai Ku and Discover Walks in high school. This group's performances were played on TV during the halftime programs, and somehow it got a lot of attention.、Hmm. And the boys didn't want to formally release any music, but eventually they had to due to demand. So that could be some pressure, obviously. So during this period, this group did over thirty concerts. Oh, I'm gonna、wow. say that again. Thirty concerts while they were in school. I think that that is. I mean, you, high school for us is four years, but I think in China it's three years, right? Yeah, three years in junior high and three years in. So that's ten concerts a year, and just yeah, I think that that is just incredible. But anyway, and and how does he ma manage to balance study and all that? No idea. But he also shot a movie. <laughs> made many advertisements and released seven albums. Okay, so you asked how he did it. Well, according to this source, he studied by day and performed by night. So this guy's a living—he、wow. was like a machine from a young kid. Yeah. He got admitted into the top mechanical engineering university in Taiwan. So I'm thinking this guy's like a genius status because not only was he soaring above everybody else in studies, he's also working full time as a musician. Yeah, pretty much a talent. Yeah, yeah. So this band attracted fans from not only Taiwan but Hong Kong and other areas of China and even. Uh, Singapore, and so they were really, really big. But I think he just kind of got fed up with it, and according to this source, he eventually left the country and went to England to study. 
since he was too popular and he didn't feel free in his environment. That's so, I mean, this guy is all about surprises because normally, <laughs> well, the parents making decisions for us, yeah. well, for me, at least personally. And if they think if it's the plan for me to go, say, abroad to, say, England, like this guy to get higher education, then yeah, they will support me to fly over. But mm -hmm. for this guy, he just decide that he want to get away from all these. Well, he certainly has the, the right to do that. I mean, 30 concerts and albums, oh, yeah. I'm sure okay. that he probably made his family and himself quite a bit of money. And so I think he probably had that right to just be like, you know what, I'm going to step down from this. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, we're going to move on. Fact number three, same sources. After he left for England, his group broke up and he got into acting. And it was around this time he started a few TV projects. And I'm not sure if these are popular out here in China, but I'm going to go ahead and say them anyway. Uh, it was called My Fair Princess and Romance in the Rain. Okay. Those might be before your time, apparently. Maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm all <laughs> confused right now. Or maybe it's lost in translation. I don't know. Maybe. Awesome. From the second half of 2008 to date, this artist participated in more than half a dozen film projects and became a Golden Horse Award winner. So I think that's equivalent to an Academy Award in the U.S. Yeah, that's also like a big award. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's good at acting. Okay. Yeah. He released 30 top-selling albums since starting as a member of his boy band back in the day. And as a solo artist, he's released 14 albums. I've always marveled at how many albums... A lot of the stars out here in China yeah. pump out. I mean, it's just like they just produce so many albums and it's just uh, it's incredible. I don't understand. Like American stars don't release album of the same same. No, volume? I've heard I've heard artists like uh, produce like release like 40, 50 or even 60 albums. Okay. And that's I just, a bit too that's many. That's incredible. Yeah. Like most stars that I'm familiar with, they might do 10. Mm. Some of them, a lot of them less than that. Okay. You know, so a bit different there. Uh, in January 2012, this artist performed alongside singers Daniel Chan, Asuka Young, and Will Pan. Who are those? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, so you don't know them either. No. All right, so I guess they performed in the U.S. And they it was uh, in Las Vegas at okay. the MGM, which wow. is a, one of the most well-known casinos. Yeah in Las Vegas and it was during the 2012 Fantasy Stars Chinese New Year concert. Yeah, didn't know that that went down. Never heard of all of the collaborators you mentioned <laughs> and also if I if they probably if they gave their their mandarin names you might possibly have heard of them, but yeah, I, I only had the English names available. Okay. Um in April 2017 this artist made a major step forward as a filmmaker. He officially announced a business partnership in Beijing, in the Beijing film industry with Vicky Zhao. Okay. And who is that again? <laughs> no, Vicky Zhao. Oh, man, this is not looking good, folks. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on again to fact number four. And same, Baidu Baike and Eight Days Magazine. And this is a Singaporean entertainment media source. Okay. This artist is on a few notable reality shows that are quite famous. One is called Call Me By Fire. I'm not sure if you are familiar with that show. I, I have a feeling that I'm not going to get who this is by now. <laughs> nope, sorry. I don't yeah. really know that show, at least by its English name, no. Okay, okay. 
And this is a show where musicians are stars. They compete. And he's on another program called The Treasured Voice. Not I sure. might know something goes by that name. Okay, is that also like a singing competition? Right, 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 right. So this artist keeps in touch with his former group members, but according to Eight Days Magazine, it said that he's reluctant to meet up with them because they always try to set him up on blind dates whenever <laughs> they meet. <laughs> Not sure what that's trying to imply. But also, they try to get him to treat them when they go out, you know, to eat. So I think maybe that's their way wow. of saying, "All right, you're the rich guy. You got all the money, right?" Yeah, I mean, in our culture, okay, so it's just something common for us to offer to pay if it's like a group dinner or group yeah, lunch yeah. or something.、Mm-hmm. But like asking people out because they've got money, it's like, oh, he'll pay get, for it. Let's、yeah. let's go to the nicest, most expensive place, and then、uh, yeah, this guy can cover it. He's rich. But yeah, the so, blind date. That was kind of funny too. I just thought, like, geez. I mean, I mean, is this guy like that destitute? Like, he can't find somebody on his own. I mean, he is、And、famous. That must be awkward. A little bit. <laughs> So yeah, according to the Eight Days report in 2018,、um, I guess he was spotted with another Golden Horse Award winner, and they were reportedly dating. I guess this was a Ma Suchun.、Mm, Ma Suchun. Oh, so you know this person? Yeah. <laughs> Out of everyone that I've mentioned so far, this is the only person you've yes, heard of. Yes, that name rings a bell. I know that she is one of the rather popular actresses in the Chinese mainland, and、mm-hmm. also like whenever her name is mentioned, is either about her depression. Oh, the depression she was suffering from,、mm-hmm. or about you know her exes, the gossips about her personal life,、oh, like how、okay. how much weight she's gained, how much weight、oh, she's、man. lost. That's, that's awful. Yeah, I'm not her fan, of、yeah. course, but sounds like she's the、uh, Chinese equivalent to Kim Kardashian. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> you know, when it comes to actresses, there's always yeah you know, topics on that. Of course. All right, and let's keep it moving. In 2020, reports cited that the boy band that he started with, called the Little Tigers, could be reuniting for music. Oh, oh my goodness!、Wait. It's called the Little Tigers. The Little Tigers. I know that.、One. Okay, goodness, we wow, finally have that's, something. That's that way she... before. I mean, my <laughs> generation. That's probably say the idols of my mom. Okay. So yeah, okay, that explains. Okay, <laughs> a lot of things. All right, all right. <laughs> so maybe your mom should listen to this program. I hope、uh, so. All right, we're gonna move on to fact number five, and this is according to IMDb. His top songs are considered. Considered to be, and you're gonna have to help me with the pronunciation. Hopefully, I'm saying this right. Okay.、Uh, okay. One is called Backpack Bay Bow. Again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. The second top song is Cherish Junshi. Oh, Junshi. Okay. okay. And then also Wolda Hao Xin Ching. Oh my goodness. So how do you? So what? What does that mean in English? <laughs> he just butchered the Chinese. Okay. My good mood. Okay, my good mood. Oh, my good mood. Okay,、mm-hmm. got it. All right. Well, those are the top songs from this artist, and I think、mm-hmm. that may have rung a bell. Possibly,、nope. maybe. And <laughs> his、really. top films that he's either produced or that he was in was called The Left Ear. Not sure, not not the right ear, not both of the ears, <laughs> but just the left one, and then、oh、the message, and then the third one I have here is the devotion of Suspect X. Again, I'm sure these might、uh, have Chinese think, equipped na- names for them. Yeah, but... 
Sanyiren X Defension. That's the trans. I mean, the the name for the devotion of suspect X.、Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, so some of this is ringing a bell. I'm so glad that some some of this you recall. But I'm still like confused about who this person is. I know which group <laughs> he's from. I know some of his songs. I know maybe. Uh, the movies that he produced, but he was also like, in a movie、um, that came out in 2012, and I haven't seen it quite yet. But I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out because it's got an actor in it that's really famous back in the states.、Um, his、okay. name is Chow Yun Fat. He's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. You、He's, mean Zhou Runfa in Mandarin Chinese? Maybe,、okay. maybe he has a very familiar face、uh, when it comes to a lot of like Chinese films、okay. in the U.S. And then also、um, a very famous actor out here named Liu Yifei. Liu Yifei, yeah, she's the Mulan in the dis- okay, latest Disney Mulan movie. Okay, right. So yeah, those are, and I guess he was the emperor on this in this movie. So, I feel like I should know this. Well, that brings me to the end of my facts for this trivia. So I think with everything that I've given you,、uh, you could guess. Or if you need thirty seconds to look this guy up, then <laughs> go right, go for it. Yep, I'm going. You're gonna need thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah. Sorry.、Right, so your thirty seconds starts now. I can't believe that she has to look this up. This is crazy. Twenty-five seconds. Twenty seconds. Wait, wait, wait! The internet is not good. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen seconds. Got it. Ten, <laughs> nine. Okay. Is it? Is it Su Youpeng? Su Youpeng. That's it. You got it. Alex Su or Su Youpeng is a Taiwanese actor, singer. Television producer and film director. He became a popular teen idol in the 1980s as a member of the boy band Xiao Hu Dui, or the three, the three little the tigers. The three little tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little tigers. Okay, little tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Su Youpeng was also known in the public for his role in Returning the Pearl and Gugu. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Please. <laughs> Did I mispronounce that or? It's called Huan Zhu Gege. Huan means return by the character. Zhu means pearl, but you don't say return the pearl. Well, that's the English translation. Yeah, of it. it's, it it's the fault of the translation. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, he's very famous, clearly, for this role in this、uh, TV series. Oh yeah, Huan Zhu Gege or Huan Zhu Princess.、Uh-huh. It's actually the only TV show that I know. That he's in that I've watched. All right. Well, I've got a few tracks from this artist that I would like to share, and actually, it's mainly the ones that I referenced earlier. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So first up, I have Backpack Bay Bao and Cherish Jun Shi. Um, Cherish.、Yeah. Okay, so he's loving somebody. Okay, and finally, we have Wo De Hao Xin Qing. Nice. That's very. Uh, standard pronunciation of it. Awesome, but before we get to those tracks, Yushan, again, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here again. It's really been a pleasure to be here. And for those of you tuning in, be sure to come back and join us for another episode of Pop News. I'm TJ Reed, and I'm Yushan. Take it easy, folks. We'll see you next time. See you next time.
背包，发现我的行囊是一本年轻的护照。通过了成长的骄傲，投入另一个天涯海角。穿过了多少希望，穿过多少惆怅，像一张岁月的邮票。把自己寄给明天，背着旧愁心情。寻找。我那穿过风花雪月的年少，我那拖着岁月的背包，我的青春梦里落花知多少？寂寞日不谁明了。曾经为你痴狂多少泪和笑，曾经无怨无悔的浪潮，我的流。
泊在昨日离别的码头，好多梦层层叠叠又斑驳。人在夕阳黄昏后，陪着明月等寂寞。年少轻狂，有时难遇晚秋风。经过你，快乐时少烦恼多。经过我，情深意浓缘分薄。谁说青春不能错？情愿热泪不低头，珍惜曾经拥有，曾经牵过手。珍惜青春梦一场，珍惜相聚的时光。谁能年少不痴狂，独自闯荡？就算月有阴和缺，就算人有悲和欢，谁能够不扬梦想这张帆？珍惜为我流的泪，珍惜为你的岁月。谁能无动又无衷这段珍贵？天空陪我醉，无怨无悔也是人生一种美。
在心头生花，世界会变化，浓情会淡化，那不可怕、啊。让我用别的方式来表达，爱你不只是简单说句话。当我有了牵挂，爱就更融洽。想见面，想你到十二点，自己怎么都不会累。要永远谈的无言，要霸占每一天。我兴高采烈和你相恋，我的好心情全由你决定。就从现在起，谁都不能动摇。问你。说句话